Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Throughout the month of December, the Ringer staff will be releasing their year-end reviews covering the best and worst of 2019 in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. This week, we're getting started with Shea Serrano and Rob Harvilla on the best albums of the year, and Allison Herman and Chris Ryan break down the best TV shows. We'll have tons more in the coming weeks, so make sure to check it out on TheRinger.com. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Allowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're talking about Celebrity Thanksgivings, mm-hmm. the Forbes 30 Under 30 list, and 10 years of Jim Tan laundry. Thrilling stuff. <laughs> Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, no matter what. And now, let's spill the tea. Okay, first category, Tea Time checks in with. It's a week post-Thanksgiving. Celebrities, for the most part, laid low, but we're going to pick out a couple that stood out to us. Amelia, do you want to start? Yes, I do want to start because you know who celebrated their first Thanksgiving together? Tell us who. The property brother, Jonathan Scott and Zoe Deschanel, who recently sold her L.A. home to, I guess, move in with him in Las Vegas. I bet he has some good housing tips, though. You know? That is such a bizarre— He's got a handle on real estate. She turned out— Like, I thought her indie sweetheart trajectory was going to go so differently than this. It's really sad, honestly. Child, husband, that makes so much sense. But maybe this is her true identity. Maybe we put her on a manic pixie dream girl pedestal that she's really not. That's true. And honestly, I— when she made the move from like movies to doing New Girl on TV, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's kind of shocking because I thought she was in some like good indie mm-hmm. films. Yeah. 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. And I feel like, no offense, but it's been kind of a steady decline. Since. I liked <laughs> New Girl, but like as soon as it ended, she just dropped off. I just want more she and him. I think her voice is so beautiful. Yeah. She's a good she singer. She has that too. Great Christmas album Ooh. for you guys yes. listening in the month of December. Good to know. She's great yeah. an elf. Also, can we just for one second, Jonathan Scott's other brother, the other brother, not the other property brother, but the like other one, JD, <laughs> JD, um, who looks like a hot topic model. He <laughs> celebrated his wedding on Halloween, which just tells you a lot that you need to know. Like uh-huh. people who like we're getting married on Halloween you're and like, you look at okay. the couple and you're like, Ugh, yeah, I get you it. are. I get you it. are getting <laughs> you guys are getting serious. This is crazy. Oh, no, it's just like it's so funny, though, because Zoe looks like. She's been kidnapped. They made everyone dress and, up. Yeah, taken hostage in every photo. Yeah. And she's like Catwoman. And then Jonathan Scott just went freaking full out Batman. Batman from Batman versus Superman, <laughs> Dawn of Justice. <laughs> in like, the metal <laughs> bat suit. Not any Batman. We need oh to clarify. God. Okay. It's really bad. We got really away from Thanksgiving there. Okay, we're bringing <laughs> I was it back. Saying, we spent so much we time on that. Like three <laughs> holidays. Um, bringing it back to Thanksgiving. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union have both been in the news lately for lots of reasons. Gabrielle Union first because they were talking about how she got fired yeah. from America's Got Talent for defending someone from like a racist comment that was made. Mm. So obviously Gabrielle Union, amazing. And then Dwayne Wade was in the news because basically they took a picture on Thanksgiving and basically said, like, thank you to everyone for supporting us, like, through this time, like, through all the stuff Gabrielle was going through. Beautiful family, beautiful picture. And there was all this backlash because their son, Zion, is wearing a crop top and fake nails. He's 12. 
And people just immediately flipped out because, of course, they do. So Dwayne Wade, which obviously there's kind of a history of like athletes sometimes not handling these things in the best way. Dwayne Wade tweeted and said, I've seen some post-Thanksgiving hate on social about my family photo. Stupidity is a part of the world we live in, so I get it. But here's the thing. I've been chosen to lead my family, not y'all. So we will continue to be us and support each other with pride, love, and a smile. Iconic. Iconic. It was great. And they've never like specifically addressed their son's sexuality, but like they've gone to pride parades with him in the past. And they've been like super, super publicly supportive, which is great. What a beautiful family. I know. I'm obsessed with their family. Agreed. Also, last thing that happened noteworthy in Thanksgiving celebrity world is Jennifer Aniston celebrated with Justin Theroux. They're technically, you know, not together. But I feel as though this is such an interesting move. You would have to like someone so much, maybe just as a friend, but to spend it's technically, I think, a Friendsgiving they celebrated, mm. but it was in a big group. They're obviously part of the same social circle. They're spending time together. I love it. The crew was like Courtney Cox, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, Jimmy Kimmel, his wife, a bunch of other people. Fun. And then Justin Thoreau, of all people, who <laughs> for some reason I thought he was kind of like, you know, laying low type of sure. guy, was Instagram storying this whole day, <laughs> like filming Jason Bateman going for ninth his ninth round of food for Thanksgiving, <laughs> was filming Jennifer Aniston a bunch. Really just a lovely time. Um, and Jennifer Aniston made Friendsgiving enchiladas mm. because Jimmy Kimmel's whole thing is that eating one Thanksgiving meal with your family and then doing another Thanksgiving meal with your friends is just way too much of that same kind of food. Oh, so you got to switch it up. Yeah, so he oh. suggested that Jennifer Aniston make Mexican food. It didn't go over well, but she made them and everyone ate them. I'll say that's a pretty good take. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. I agree. Switch it up a little Seriously. bit. Plus, sounds like a lovely time. I really hope these two get to get back together. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right, we're also checking in with the Forbes 30 Under 30 list. Uh, We wanted to look over, first of all, this list just makes no sense in a lot of ways. We started looking through it, we were taking it seriously, and then we abruptly stopped taking it seriously when we saw that Emily Ratajkowski was on there. So um, we're going to analyze primarily the Hollywood and music picks. And I just want to note that Liz Kelly is going to stay largely silent for the majority of this topic, partially because she knows too many people on this list, (laughs) and partially because it sent her into a like a spiral. I have not recovered yet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, huge flex by Liz being like, I have too many friends on here. I can't (laughs) tell you. It was sending me into a spiral, Kate. You wouldn't understand. (laughs) I sure wouldn't. Okay. So first of all, I wanted to congratulate both Sprouses. The Sprouse bros both made the list separately, which is wild. Dylan Sprouse has not done anything notable except for dating Barbara Pell. And we've talked about Mm -hmm, it several times mm -hmm. on the podcast. Like, okay, sure. Like throw Cole Sprouse a bone. Put him on here. Why not? (laughs) But putting Dylan Sprouse on here to me is insane. And also even more insane when you consider that elsewhere on the list, like in the other categories, and there are way too many categories on here. There's like— Seriously. Like way too many, like tech, consumer technology, energy, enterprise technology, food and drink, games, law and policy. Like, okay, narrow it down to 30 people under 30. Literally. (laughs) Um, But in all the other categories, twins are grouped together. So it's like we they basically cheat the system by like putting two twins as like one person, which is rude to multiples. That is really rude. Yeah. Like if both twins deserve to make the list, give them separate. Exactly. They're two different people. Yeah. But anyway, congratulations to Dylan Sprouse, who has never done anything interesting. <laughs> I also want to note that this list is broken. Sorry, I forgot that it was still my turn. This list is broken because people are allowed to be on more than once, mm. which seems like it, in that case, the list would just be the same every year. For example, Lena Dunham made this list three times. Which again is And like, that's all you need to know. Wild. <laughs> but like if you think about it, there's a celebrity category under 30. Like, why wasn't Taylor Swift on here every single year of her career? Truly. Like, why isn't Simone Biles in the athletes section every single year? Like, if you can have repeats, then like 
it totally devaluates like this list. Totally. Right? Am I crazy? No, you're totally right. This did such a number on you. I'm I, sorry. Sharing an office with you, I have to interject. She, every 20 minutes, pipes up from the sides. You're like, it just really doesn't make any sense. Like Ariana Grande, every single year, should be on this list. And then it goes back to silence. <laughs> Why does this? Like, so you're arguing that once, like what? That you go on one single time. And, and then like, you're done. But can you let five years pass? I guess under 30, there's not a lot of time. Maybe you have like the deck, you know, you don't do a lot. But like, like what? Zero to 15. If you've been on it once, like what do you need to achieve to get on it again? Mm-hmm. Like what does Taylor Swift have to do differently to get on here a second time? I don't know. You know, like, does she need to make, like, make, break more records, do more world tours? Like, why was Lena Dunham on here three times? That is suspicious. And people, like, people who've actually achieved things and are really impressive. Like, Simone Biles is not on the list this year. Really? Right, yeah. Rude. Honestly, rude. It makes no sense. And and honestly, when I saw the name that I'm going to say next Uh on this list, I was like, this this is invalid. Yeah, there are some people where we looked at it and we were like, no. Because you know who else has made the list three times? Megan Ellison, have you ever heard of her? She's the Annapurna Pictures girl. I'm right. pretty sure she's almost bankrupted a studio. <laughs> right. And the Ellisons are on here a lot. Which is which, like because their dad is a freaking billionaire. Like, right. I, how hard is that to be like talented <laughs> if your dad's a freaking billionaire who can buy you a studio? I'm just saying. I love it. <laughs> and then also Hope Hicks was on this in 2017. Everything is invalid. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, and then you really, we really wanted to talk about Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, right, um, right. She's on here for the entrepreneur section because <laughs> she apparently invented the idea of wearing a blazer without a shirt underneath it. So congrats to Emily Radcliffe. (laughs) Mind blown. Yeah, my God. Yeah. So anyway, congrats to her and everyone else on this list. All of Liz's close personal friends. (laughs) Anyway, next category is This Week in Social Media. This is a really fun one. A lot of crazy shit happened on social (laughs) media this week. Okay, Amelia, start us off with a feud. Yes. Okay, so I know they talked about it on Jam Session, but we had to talk about it again. Yeah, we got to do it again. It's crazy. Uh, So Dakota Johnson... Who I didn't like for a long time. Be- just I don't know why. I I she's think I had heard She's not immediately likable. Right. Yeah, exactly. She's kind of an acquired taste. She definitely is. She's like awkward, but like now I like it. It's endearing. <laughs> and she went on Ellen. I'm sure you've seen this video clip, but she essentially calls out Ellen after Ellen decides to be all joking. It's like you didn't invite me to your 30th birthday, and she's like, um, no, actually I did. And you can ask anyone like backstage, <laughs> and Ellen's like, and. There's the whole context that, like, Ellen has been known or has been, like, uh, people have kind of talked about her being maybe a little difficult. And there's that whole New York Times article about— Yeah, tough year for Ellen. Tough year for Ellen. Yeah, and the whole George Bush thing. And so it was kind of like everyone being like, the person to call out Ellen— who knew? It was Dakota Johnson. It's true. She came a at a, hero great, among us. a great time to great be time. in this situation, yes. this situation because people are particularly tired of Ellen right yes. now. Yes. Also, what I love most about this whole thing, this whole interaction, was that Dakota Johnson is just okay with living in the silence that like, <laughs> yes. just happens in between these interactions. <laughs> like, you're on— daytime TV, the whole point of these little back and forth is to be like really quick and like witty and kind of jokey the whole time. There are several pauses that just they sit looking at each other being like in a standoff. (laughs) It's utterly amazing. So good. It's so hard to do that too. Like even even not in daytime television, just like sitting in silence and waiting for someone to talk is incredible. The nervous energy that was probably in that room. I would have died. It, It was, it's crazy. And then I love the added element that she didn't come to the party because she was traveling to go to that football game mm-hmm. with 
George W. Bush. Incredible. It's, it's, there's the elements to this. We keep learning more, and it's so great. <laughs> there so was, great. There was also a really great tweet that was like, Dakota Johnson is like the perfect product of nepotism because she's actually talented, <laughs> but also like growing up in Hollywood means that she's literally not afraid of anyone. <laughs> no, she's immune from so great. everything. It's so great. It's oh, lovely. Oh. Uh, next thing that went viral on social media is a clip from Sunday's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. This is also utterly amazing. <laughs> You'll have to watch this for yourself, but I'm going to try to explain what happens. So Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and Kanye are all sitting at a table. And the clip that's previewing the episode is basically like Kim saying, oh, Kanye always loves to be so positive. He like created this really cute, fun little game. It's called a dictionary game. And basically what they do (laughs) is they open up to the same page of the dictionary and go word by word on that page and highlight the ones with positive connotations. And then you read out loud and discuss why you chose that game. It is literally, I can't even call it a game. It's an activity from hell. (laughs) And I cannot believe they filmed, aired, and like Kim is supporting (laughs) this. So they go word for word. They're like, did anyone highlight barrel? Everyone's like, no. And then Kim's like, how about barter? And then Courtney says, yes. And then she has to explain why she highlighted barter as a positive word. Wait, do, <laughs> do they, you understand what's happening? <laughs> no. Wait, do they go, is like one page per day or are we doing like several pages no per day? I have no idea the rules of this game other than they're on, they're just going word for word But then they're like debating barter. Yes. Right. What? They say, Courtney, why did you highlight barter? And she goes, I thought it was a nice practice. Like, oh, okay. That what? doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> And what then they go through going basic, on? It's just the weirdest game of all time, and the internet caught on, and they're like, wait, what the they hell is like, this? He's torturing them. This is an activity <laughs> from hell. And they're all like, oh, the silly Kanye. Like, he's just so full of positivity. And they're all under this, like, they're Spell. all sp- spellbound. Well, and it's also like, I it's think confounding. they think that using the dictionary makes it seem like smart. A thousand percent. You know, and it's like, no. no. I suppose it's deranged. And you have this weird smile at the end, be like, yeah, it's called a board game when you're bored. These are so fun. It's like, God, kill me now. Anyway, watch the video right. for yourself. Next one. All right. Also taking over the internet this week, Baby mm. Yoda, the ringer itself released its own viral Baby Yoda content. Lots mm. of it. But Laura Dern has perhaps the most viral Baby Yoda content of the week. She was being interviewed, um, I believe, at the Gotham Awards. And Variety asked her about Baby Yoda. And she goes, I saw him in a basketball game once. (laughs) And the reporter's like, eh. And then he, like, asked her if, like, it's a him because, like, we don't really know. And then she was like, that's all I'm going to say. So everyone's (laughs) like, is Laura Dern crazy? Did she hear them correctly? Did she see Baby Yoda at a bath? Like, what is what she talking about? What does Laura know that we don't know? Exactly. So I think the running theory is, like, she thought Baby Yoda was, like, a rapper name. And so she's just, like, pretending oh. that she knows. But Laura Dern was in a Star Wars movie. That's true. So, like, she knows Star Wars to a certain extent. Right. So, like, she should know. <laughs> Maybe she's just, like, exhausted with these questions. She's like, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, moving on next. Right. And it was, like, in this weird, quirky way. She was like, I think he was at a basketball game. That's all I'm going to say. Like, Lord Dern, what are you also, talking about? Shout out to the poor person who had to receive that question. Be like, okay, yeah. And, like, <laughs> no. continue interviewing Lord Dern. I could never be a red carpet reporter because I would just be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what basketball game? What are you talking about? So freaking um, weird. All right. We're, we have a heavy social media <laughs> category this week. Another meme that was very popular this week is the emotionally woke texts meme. And this has kind of been running for a couple weeks um, while we were on a break. So it started out in late November with the emotional labor text. So this woman 
Melissa A. Fabello. Sorry to call you out. PhD. <laughs> PhD. She, yeah, she has been her, in her uh, name on Twitter. Um, she tweeted this thing and said, I want to chat briefly about this text that I received from a friend last week. And her friend texted her and said, do you have the emotional slash mental capacity for me to vent about something medical or weight related for a few minutes? So like most people would be like, of course, like, you know, if you're a good friend and she yeah. specifies that they're a good friend, you're just like, you know, sure. So she tweets her response and she said she offered a template for when you don't have the emotional labor and the emotional capacity to be there for your friends, essentially. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm actually at capacity slash helping someone else who's in crisis slash dealing with some personal stuff right now. And I don't think I can hold the appropriate space for you. Could we connect later date or time in brackets instead? Do you have someone else you could reach out to? Imagine telling someone that via text. <laughs> so obviously people on Twitter were like, you're a psychopath. <laughs> like, you're not a good friend. Like, it's called being a good friend. And sometimes it's hard to, like, hear people's mm-hmm. shit. Like, yeah. when you're a good friend. But, like, that's literally friendship. So it, <laughs> that is literally friendship. So that blew up. So then this week, another one blew up and said, I just want to say, somebody else tweeted this, Yana Beert, I believe. I just want to say, a lot of y'all dump information on your friends at the wrong time without their consent. If you know it's something that could hurt them, ask permission before you decide to be messy, please. And there's a picture of a text that she sent that says, are you in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly hurt you? (laughs) So people were like, what is happening? Why are people, which like, I guess it's like, well, both of these things are well-intentioned, but like, just like be a good friend. Like that's just part of having relationships with people. That is why this is delicate because I, in some world, understand those women trying to take care of themselves. But that doesn't live in reality. And you're absolutely right. Right. We're like, you just got to buck up and hear stuff sometimes. Truly. But the wording of that is so bizarre. I could talk for this. Imagine someone texting you that and you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. If someone texts you, be like, hey, call me. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) That's what this is. Just like in long form. Right. Yeah. So then people (sighs) turn into a meme. They have like somebody whispering to George Bush as he's like reading their children on 9-11 being like, are you in the right space? (laughs) (laughs) It's really dark. (laughs) Put it on like all these different memes and things like that so it's just been very popular emotionally woke texts um, are just the latest thing just so you guys know All right, finally to round up social media (laughs) I know Amelia you have a lot of strong feelings about this yeah thank you this was assigned to me so thanks for that (laughs) Uh, you know did we talk about this photo? I think it just made the rounds in our group chat. Okay. Yeah, some things we don't <laughs> let air out. Shockingly, some things yeah. are cut. The ball's <laughs> really low, though. So, so Jason Derulo of saying his name while singing fame, and now cats singing milk. Um, He posted a thirst trap on Instagram, which is like him getting, I guess, out of like a sexy water thing with like mist and steam in the background. And he like is wearing these black boxer brief things and uh, they're very revealing just, yeah, they're yeah. extremely revealing it's like is that a cucumber um <laughs> i'm sorry Keep your okay 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 we can't let and then, out this fast and i guess instagram was like your post goes against our community guidelines and it was removed for nudity or sexual activity and he responded with the fuck you mean i have underwear on i can't help my size and then hashtagged bring back Anaconda. We got it. Kaya, hit the bell, please. <laughs> Let Jason Drew live his live Instagram. Okay. Oh. Next this category. This off to a really rough start. I know. We're not a, even halfway through. I know. <laughs> Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. We got a really excited reunion, Kate. Isn't that we right? <laughs> uh, the Pussycat Dolls reunited this weekend on The X Factor. 
And they were actually recently, they're doing a world tour, but they've kind of been like on Twitter and stuff lately. Like people mm. are bringing back like old videos. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's all part of just like the campaign. But there was a video that made the rounds of Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> like staring down one of the other ones. I'm sorry, I don't know the other one's names. It's um, like Mindy or something? When she was like ad-libbing during a performance and it was like Nicole Scherzinger like visibly <laughs> raging. Um, so they reunited on The X Factor. They <laughs> sang songs. First of all, Nicole Scherzinger, extremely talented, still sounds great. Yeah. Yes. Like has always genuinely been a star. Like, extremely good singer. They wore these really revealing outfits, which, like, they're the Pussycat Dolls. Of course they did. Like, that's right. always been their thing. That's their thing. And people were so pissed. Uh, it really blew up. Fox News has a great article about it. Oh, wow. Um, but when I say great, I mean ridiculous. <laughs> Basically talking about how their their outfits were way too revealing. They weren't. They're just, like, the bodysuits that you always see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's this- literally exactly what you would expect the Pussycat Dolls to be wearing. They look great for not even just for their age for anyone on yeah. the planet <laughs> and basically people were defending them they were like uh, don't bring your children to a Pussycat Dolls show like you should know better I was like I don't know that that's the angle to take maybe <laughs> just say that they can wear whatever they want and they look great but anyway the Pussycat Dolls are back together it's happy thrilling for so great happy stuff. for them other news Amelia yeah so this will be really quick but apparently again this was assigned to me uh, Brie Larson has a new friend <laughs> please this is your beat come on come on <laughs> and because there was the new James Bond trailer that uh-huh. dropped and Lashana Lynch was in it, and I actually don't really know who. She was in Captain Marvel with Brie. Okay, okay. And so Brie tweeted out, running around my house screaming, my sister is 007. So proud in love with Lashana Lynch or at Lashana Lynch. I'm bald. Y'all, today is a national holiday. So just doing a lot again over her friends. She's like Stan Twitter. We get it. We get it. We love Mm -hmm. it. I did look briefly to see if Lashana Lynch has ever like really interacted with Brie, like of her own (laughs) Uh volition. Uh, Couldn't find anything other (laughs) than like red carpet pictures. Um, Did she respond to this tweet? I don't think she did. She's not on Twitter. So no. Wait, no, she is though. Oh, is she? Yeah. I couldn't find her. She's here. And you know what? No. I'm not seeing it. Tough. That's really tough. <laughs> We're going to keep an eye on it. Brie will find a real friend one of these days. One of these days, <laughs> I'm sure. Her. She could join a thruple because the next piece of news. This is our thruple watch, you guys. Uh, apparently, our girl, Noah Cyrus, who we will continue to support for the rest of time. She actually has a good Speak song. It's called July. Oh, she yeah. Does. You were really into that I'm, with Leon Bridges. Yes. It's good. Check really it out. Really good song. Uh, she is potentially maybe in a thruple with... Jake Paul and Tana Mojo. Mojo? Mm-hmm. Mojo? Mojo. She's a Unclear. YouTuber. Uh, we got to get Zoe Simmons back on this mic to <laughs> has, tell us. Has Tana been in every throuple we've ever talked about on the show? Perhaps. Is it just like her going from couple to couple and it's not actually a throuple? It's just like the Tana She's circuit. trying to find a home. But yeah. here's the yeah. thing. So she is currently married to Jake Paul. It was a big oh, YouTube right. thing. We covered right. it extensively on Are they married legally by the law? We don't know. Okay. Unclear. Unclear. We, yeah. So they're married. And then it appears that just separately Noah Cyrus is dating Tana Mojo and Jake Paul doesn't appear to be in the picture. <laughs> okay, so it's not really a throuple. It's he, like an open relationship. He perhaps is, but they, he is not engaged in any of these social media interactions where mm. all these fans are speculating this because she did a YouTube Q&A recently where a fan, or it was on Twitter, and a fan asked, how good is Noah Cyrus in bed? And she answered and she said, very. And then, yeah, yeah, I know. Your face this is a tough all. look for Noah, honestly. I kind of mm. thought Noah was too good for this like circle of friends. But Lil Xan? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Never forget yeah, that. I did actually forget that. That's and, unfortunate. And then Tana um, released a new video, and she referred to Noah Cyrus as her girlfriend. So this appears to be in however real it can that be. That feels confirmed. Real. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jake Paul, nowhere to be found. So we're going to say not a throuple. 
Perhaps but just an a open relationship. <laughs> yes, perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. Finally, in relationship news, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom have postponed their wedding. Never a good sign. I do continue to have faith in them. Obviously, like Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber postponed their wedding like four times and did eventually get married um, and seem very happy. So mm. I have faith that this will happen, but they postponed their wedding due to the location that they want. Unclear if they're going to, like, have a wedding on the Nile or something. Yeah, did it say it anywhere? It didn't. They said they're going to have one local wedding party, and the other will be a destination wedding party. Oh, another destination. And the source also says that Katie wants to have her first kids soon after they get married. Oh, my God. Wow. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Yeah, I feel Hopefully it all goes okay. It's literally just Katy Perry wanting to rent out an entire, I don't know, city or (laughs) like something insane. And Orlando Bloom is just like, okay, we can't make that happen in two weeks. One thing, I just saw an update. Riverdale's Camilla Mendez and Charles Melton are taking a break. (gasps) No, No! breaking news! I love them. You do love them. Wait, that's really sad. sad This is sad. This is really sad. Maybe they'll get back together. You know, the other Sprouse... And, uh, Maybe Camilla was like, you true. didn't make the Forbes 30 under 30 list. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Today's episode of Tea Time is brought to you by Happy Cards. Family and friends love receiving gift cards for the holidays. And what better way to gift them what they really want than with Happy Cards? Happy Cards make giving personal gift cards easy and stress-free. When you give Happy Cards, your lucky loved ones can use them at any of the brands displayed on the card. For your mom, wife, sister, or best girlfriend, check out Happy Her, which includes Macy's, Bed Bath & Beyond, Sephora, and more. For picky teenagers, check out Happy Teen, which includes Barnes & Noble, Regal Cinemas, Dave & Buster's, and American Eagle. For those last-minute gifts, check out Happy Moments or Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays includes Ulta, Red Lobster, GameStop, Chili's, and P.F. Chang's. Love P.F. Chang's. Happy Cards contain no fees, they never expire, and they're delivered straight to your door, making it the perfect gift that anyone will love. All season long, enjoy free shipping on all Happy Card orders by visiting giftcards.com slash happy, or pick one up today at your local grocery store. Have a happy holiday season with Happy Cards. Next category is Tea Time Investigates. You guys, we are celebrating 10 years of the Jersey Shore. Mm. There is actually a really, really wonderful article on TheRinger.com up today. Jim Tan Family, 10 Years with Jersey Shore. It's by Jacqueline Cantor. She puts into words a lot of the stuff. We're not going to say it as eloquently as yeah, she did. Yeah, you should go read it. <laughs> so read but that. after you finish this podcast. Right. Read that for the high-level analysis of the show and what it meant. We're just going to have five minutes of chaos talking about our favorite characters, yeah. moments, Love where are they this. now, etc. So, Amelia, this is really your show, correct? <laughs> Out of the three of us. It molded you I mean, into what you are today. I, I don't know why I love this train wreck of a show, but it, it just like the characters, the situations that they get themselves <laughs> the into. And this situation. <laughs> just years of content to play back in my mind forever. I honestly, honestly can't believe it's been 10 years. I feel extremely old. This yeah. was like such a huge thing when I was, I guess, like early high school to middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, and I never watched it. I guess just, like, at the high schools in Indiana, like, we had, like, pep rallies where, like, this whole student section was, like, Jersey Shore themed. But you know what's weird is I was just with my cousin who's in a freshman in college, and she just had a Jersey Shore-themed oh. college party. God, now so it's the, probably, like, nostalgia, though. No, it totally like is. Like, you come in, like, your Uggs, and right. people are like, oh, like, I still have these. <laughs> they thought it was hilarious that they, like, put bump it to the tan right. eyeliner, and I was like, no, that, w- that was just that them. Was, yeah their identity. Were, yeah. Did bumpets become cool like at your schools when Jersey Shore was on? 
No. So Jersey Shore premiered when I was like in early college. And I just remember— I always forget that Amelia is significantly older. <laughs> Continue. And I just, I just remember being like, what is this amazing show? Who are these <laughs> amazing people? And, I, and then also like, you know, there's some aspects of college that are just like so trashy. Yeah. And like it was relatable because you're like, oh, yeah. I, I've seen those people. Jim I've been maybe. that person. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, okay, cool, great, awesome. But well, is this going to expose yeah. how naive I was? But I think, Kate, maybe you can relate this. I know you didn't watch the show. Right. But watching it, it was the first time I saw people like really, really drunk. And Dude. Like, floundering around. It was the first time. They had the smush room. And I was like horrified by that. And there was oh like God. the like the image and the camera in the corner where like it's just oh. black and white and there's like things oh happening in the covers. And I remember just sitting there and like, oh my God, like so horrified. My This really just brought this back to me. My best friend in high school, her basement where we used to just like hang out and like watch Gossip Girl, we would mm. call that the smush room. Oh my God. <laughs> we literally just like sat on beanbag chairs. But like it was like a thing. There were so many huge. terms that they coined. Some problematic, like calling women grenades. Right. Right. Oh Not God. okay. <laughs> I know. I've been, I was re-looking through a lot of the moments for this social media thing I'm doing for the site. And there are a lot of like best of moments that are just extremely violent and sexist. Oh, no. Like I think on a lot of these lists that I was looking at, um, like the number one moment was when Snooki got literally decked by some random dude oh, no. in a club. And, like he, you can see the video or GIF and he just, punches her and she just falls to the floor. Oh it's my God. so horrible and violent. Wow. I had this exact same experience looking up just for this category, yeah. the top moments. And they're all like, Snooki punches Vinny. <laughs> J.O.L. punches Snooki. <laughs> yeah. Sammy punches Ronnie. And I'm like, this was the best of the best of this iconic television show. I also like, I forgot how ultra famous Snooki was. Yes. Yeah. Like she was... Like literally everyone knew who Snooki was and knows who Snooki is. Oh, like yeah, ultra yeah. famous household name for like a good five years. She's still Snooki. Uh, she's Nicole is her real name, yeah. right? Yeah, Nicole I still Polizzi, see her yeah. as Snooki. Mike, luckily, Mike, the situation, of course, put his first name first. Right. So yeah. You have some association. <laughs> but yeah, it's truly bizarre. And a lot of these people are still a very close to each other. Lovely, I suppose. And then <laughs> B, still uber famous. Vinny has had an extremely successful DJ career. Like, I'm talking millions of dollars. Wait, is that Vinny or Polly? That's Polly. Vinny, see, those two I always get They're confused. very, it's, they, yes, they all I meld DJ Polly D. You're right. Amelia, you gotta correct me on I'm these sorry, I'm faster. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's definitely, I think, the most, the wealthiest, would you say? I would, I yeah, I guess so. He also dated uh, the Danity Kane, Audrey, oh, wow. Aubrey, O'Day. Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what were your, do you guys have like favorite moments or catchphrases from the show? No. Kate, <laughs> really? I mean, I really didn't watch it. I just like know about it. I have the thing stuck in my head where Snooki was looking for the beach for oh. like 10 <laughs> hours. Where's like, the beach? Where's the beach? And then, but then these all take a dark turn. Like then she got arrested. She did. So yeah. then it's like, that's not great. It's not and good. And then like the letter, the infamous letter, oh, which we'll have you read in a second. God. Like that's hilarious. And then that ends up in like people punching each other. So it's hard yes. for me to enjoy these things now looking back, know. you know? Wait, it's Amelia, so what is the letter? Okay, so, well, I'll read it to you. But it, I think it happened in the second season. And like two of the characters, Sam, Sammy Sweetheart okay. and Ronnie, 
were like off and on. He would cheat on her a lot, but she would always take him back. And Snooki and Wow were working and they decided to write a letter to Sam because they wanted her to know like they saw some shit go down with Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And this is my dramatic reading of the letter. Oh my God. I apologize to anyone from New Jersey. I'm um, so excited. Okay. Sam. The first night at bed when you left, Ron made out with two girls and put his head in between a cocktail waitress's breasts. Also, was grinding with multiple fat women. When you left crying at clutch, with a K, Ron was holding hands with and dancing with a female and took down her number. Multiple people in the house know. Therefore, you should know the truth. Use this information wisely. Oh my God, that's so much better than I expected. That was actually legitimately really good. Thank you. Wow. So that was one of my favorite. That moment. Oh, my God. The letter is just iconic. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. You nailed that. Away. Away. Thank you. I'm Thank blown you. away. Me too. See, I think she actually got the best like deck of cards out of all these Sammy sweetheart because she has essentially removed herself. She has. From this entire enterprise, like she got her money, she became famous, got her deals. And then now she is not on the reunion show. She like somewhat interacts on social media with the cast, but the rest of them are super close. Mm -hmm. Granted, this is probably her getting away from the psychopath that is Ronnie. (laughs) That's true. Because he has a really, he has a really bad past with his current partner. Yeah. So that's smart. But I think that's the best way to do it, right? She was part of a phenomenon. She's known, got her money, and now she's living just like a quiet life. Who so, else? You have, where are they now on here? I know you told me somebody is an EMT. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Angelina is an oh. FDNY EMT. Well, and That's she, really impressive. It is. She showed up to the Jersey Shore like the first day with trash bags <laughs> as her luggage. That's what she is remembered for. And she's also oh, no. remembered for not wanting to work in the t-shirt shop right. that everyone worked in. And they were like, well, in order to be in the cast, you have to work at the boardwalk on this t-shirt job. Yes. And she said no and then left the show. And that and was now it she's for her. Literally then, saving lives. Talk about the work ethic that just, I don't know <laughs> what she woke up. What a 180. And then she came back for the second season, but then left again. Yeah. Honestly, I love that. <laughs> but uh, Mike, the situation, he, well, he became sober, which is great. Good great. for him. Uh, he's married now, but he recently got out of federal prison. I think we briefly talked about how Vinny, like, was what did he who did he talk to he's like get mike out of prison it was <laughs> oh he was they were trying to talk to donald trump to okay. try to get oh, him oh sure yeah. sure <laughs> um and snooki and jwow both have families now right yes yeah. they seem to be very calmed down they're i mean they still get drunk they're on that family vacation right. show right but yeah they all seem to be for the most part I, I can't even back. say it. I can't even finish the sentence. They bounced back. Have they? I'm They're not doing sure. okay. They're doing okay <laughs> given the circumstances. Okay. Next category is not worth the tea. This is also super fun, chaotic one. Peloton, the stationary bike company, has a new holiday ad out that has everyone up in arms. It's absolutely hilarious. Also, watch it for yourself, but I'm going to try to explain the premise for you guys to get the picture. So, picturesque couple walks down the stairs on Christmas morning. Her husband, this like beautiful fit toned woman, uh, her husband gifts her a Peloton stationary bike. And she's like so excited. And she starts these, making these video diaries of herself, you know, selfie video and being like, hi guys, day one, like so nervous, but excited. Like, let's do this. And then it's like, cuts, like <laughs> five days in a row. Like, are you surprised? Like I am. And then she's like, 6 a.m. Not that excited. Going to work out on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> you could do these. You could be a Peloton. <laughs> There's money at commercials. So yeah. call me. Um, and then, so, 
the end of the commercial, she created all these video diaries, and then she sits her husband down on the couch and, you know, plays him this montage of videos of herself working out. And then the final one is like, I didn't know how much this gift would change me. Thank you. And everyone was like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, this woman is skinny, thin. She's like so overwhelmed and like intimidated by this stationary bike (laughs) that she has to ride. And then it shows her like getting home from work. You know, she's got a busy life. She doesn't need to be on this bike for this man. You know, everyone was pissed. Myself included. It's absolutely hilarious. It's pretty dumb. Uh, Peloton stands by the ad. (laughs) They really, yeah. They really like went for it. They were like, we're really disappointed that people have misinterpreted our meaning. Meanwhile, people are like, this is an episode of Black Mirror. Like, (laughs) stop. Please stop. Does the bike own her soul? Seriously. (laughs) Okay, next one. This has been a really tough year for the OG viral internet cats. We've Mm. talked previously about Grumpy Cat. Rest his soul. Rest her soul, actually. Um, Grumpy Cat died earlier this year of a urinary tract infection. And now she's been joined by Lil Bub. Mm. At eight years old, Lil Bub. Resident of Bloomington, Indiana. A lot of little bub events when I was in college. (laughs) Bloomington, yeah. He was a real celebrity. He has gone to kitty heaven. Oh, she, unfortunately. Why are they always girls? Why do I always think they're boys? (laughs) Kitty sexism. Uh, She died of a bone infection unexpectedly. And she's the one where I had like the the tongue out with like the dumb face where she suffered from (gasps) dumb cute face (laughs) from feline dwarfism where it was like blep. And it was like little bub. Yeah, I feel like you this is one of the only opportunities I'm going to be allowed to say this. But do you guys recall the uh, viral puppy that had a tail coming out of its face yes. a couple weeks back? Just for the record, Kate fucking hated that dog. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, was, it was unnatural. Ugly. Just amputate the little tentacle coming out of his face. <laughs> it was not cute. Okay, continue. Okay, RIP, I guess. Uh, the Aww. next thing not worth the tea is this is truly so bizarre and even I who have like have my hands on the quibby pulse I'm having You're a hard quibby time. correspondent. Kendall Jenner and Kris Jenner are executive producing a new series called Kirby Jenner for Quibi. Kirby Jenner is a man, technically. He has a viral Instagram account where he essentially photoshops himself in pretty expertly, I will say, to his credit. Photoshops himself into every single one of Kendall's photo shoots. It's photos of Chris, too. He has 1.2 million followers. So I, in a dark time, followed him as well. And then I was like, what the hell am I doing with my life? But essentially, there's going to be a TV show about this guy. And for all intents and purposes, this guy, Kirby, has never interacted. He's just a random dude on the street that's good at Photoshop. And Mm. the Kardashian family has just grabbed him into the full because he's viral and like they love a cash cow. That's Um, true. The series will feature Kirby's interactions with all the members of his blended family, including sisters Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie. I have no idea how any of this is going to pan out. Also, Rob Erasure. Yeah, wow. True. Way harsh. And it's also not on E, so it's not, it's definitely going to be a little more experimental and like a little weirder. How do Quibi you even is get a access to Quibi? I don't. I don't I even. I don't you pay no for idea. it. It's just like another oh paid subscription service. It's truly weird. And also Kendall Jenner with Moon, and now this Quibi series. I think. Oh, she, is Moon the toothpaste? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I hate that I know that. She needs a financial advisor to be like, you don't need to do this. Maybe just try. Yeah. You know, they're all too else. busy with the dictionary game to it, give her financial advice. And, and remember, she. she Finally, that Casey Musgraves thing right. premiered. And the she, Christmas special. She literally was the most annoying dude in the movie uh, Love Actually. Right. She's she played, the sign guy. Yeah. She played sign guy. That's really all dumb. she did. I have all no idea. Did. I have so many questions, Kendall Jenner. Uh, next one. Okay. So early on in the history of this podcast, we did a segment where we talked about our most shameful celebrity crushes. Mm. And we we're Kai and I were exposed as 
basically being like Diplo. Maybe. Oh my God. Maybe. So a Diplo profile came out this week called Doing Diplo. The buff cowboy DJ mogul dad is all grown up and ready to party. It's written by Allison P. Davis, the coolest person to ever work at The Ringer. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we read her profiles, we're like, hey, remember how she used to work at The Ringer? <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's there are all these pictures of Diplo being shirtless and like kind of gross. Um, <laughs> the profile, she was originally supposed to go hot tubbing with Diplo. Wow. Apparently, like they end up at a meeting and then he's like trying on clothes and like talking to her in his boxer briefs. They go to a Jonas Brothers concert at the end and, like, have an altercation with one of Priyanka Chopra's friends. It's, like, a whole thing. Kaya, what were your thoughts on this profile? Yeah, great stuff. Love the jewels. (laughs) Love the photo shoot. Were we still in on Diplo? I like how she calls him a shameful crush. I feel like he's not (laughs) as a shameful crush anymore. He's like a dad now. He's irresponsible. Our thing for Diplo has aged better than Liz's thing for Pete Davidson. True or false? True. Absolutely true. (laughs) True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Even I will admit that. agree on that. Um, Yeah, he is like a little hard to take in this. He's like talking about how he like went to like a rave and then like an aura balancing session. Mm. And now he's in a meeting. So like obviously like not all great, but Mm -hmm. like I feel okay about it. Still not proud. No, yeah. I agree. No, despite the fact that we're talking about this on a public platform. But yeah, I feel okay about Diplo still. Feeling better. Right. Feeling better. Still have work to do, but feeling better. Okay, I agree. I'm in the same place. Well, All right. So Amelia, have at it. Well, fall has come and gone. It is winter. <laughs> and I know you're all thinking, whatever happened to toe-sucking fall? Well, guess what? It's extended into the winter season. But this time, it's it's teat-sucking winter. Oh, no! <laughs> Because Army Hammer, as you know, his son was sucking on his toes. He went on Running Wild with Bear Grylls. And so I don't know who put this in the outline, but it says Army on Running Wild with Bear Grylls just sucking away. And that's what he was doing. He was just sucking away on this poor goat's teat. And (laughs) stop but there, but he, you literally see it. We saw it. It's, it's horrible. There's like, it's like an like they put the camera under the goat. It's the worst angle. I know we get crass on this podcast, but it literally looked like someone had sent me pornography. <laughs> it looked it was that disturbing, horrifying. Oh, God. we might not even be able to tweet it out. We're no, gonna, we're going to tweet not. it out. It's just, we have to. I, it aired yeah. on network television, you guys, which is wild. <laughs> it honestly is wild. It looks horrifying. And like Army, you were in. Like, call me by your name. Have some self-respect. He really has kind of gone downhill. It's, Can we agree on that? Yes. Like, yeah. he was, like, the next, like, big thing. And now he's out here with Bear Grylls, like, getting friendly with a goat. Like, exactly. Army. I don't know. Timothy Chalamet is like, I, who is that? I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. Sorry to this man. Um, all right. Well, we're really on a roll yeah, here. Prepare yourself. Liz, don't, don't make me do this. <laughs> okay. You guys, we, again, we said a lot actually gets filtered out of this podcast, (laughs) shockingly. But time has caught up to me, and it's time to talk about perennium sunning, which is when you are naked and spread eagle with your butthole to the sun, which helps you with with several things. Uh, Anyway, it went viral because it obviously looks insane. Everyone's like, please don't do that. It looks ugly. Probably doesn't feel too good. But it's really big in the, like, very crunchy granola wellness community, I suppose. But the reason why—so we thought we were going to just pass we on that whole we, topic. This news cycle kind of happened while we were gone, and we were like, okay, good. And today in the office, I was like, oh, okay, good. Like, we missed that news cycle. Mm-hmm. And then poor Liz Kelly, who really did this to herself, was like, actually— Josh Brolin just burnt his asshole doing that. 
bad news for Josh Brolin. He took this perennium sunning, did it for too long, and now he went on Instagram and said, <laughs> my pucker hole is crazy burned, and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family, and instead I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. I don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit, but fuck you nonetheless. Josh Brolin is crazy sunburn. It's really bad for your body. Don't do it. Let's move on. <laughs> Reeling it back oh, in. Okay. Final okay. category is T Times most unanswerable question of the week. This is really tame in comparison. You guys, in your opinion, which talk show host would you most want to appear on? Knowing that probably something is gonna go viral or you're gonna have you're gonna get quoted and it's gonna be spread everywhere. I feel like this podcast in the last couple of weeks have been pulling from a lot of viral clips on these talk shows with Ellen, Kimmel, like Jimmy Fallon, like mm. all these different people, James Corden. And it feels like a huge risk. I'm very risk adverse and I feel like I would be legitimately scared to say anything on a talk show just because these clips are so circulated now on YouTube and stuff. I'm wondering— Says the woman who just talked about an asshole being burnt on her podcast. I'm actually— I'm afraid to talk about things. In my later years, going to just delete evidence of tea time altogether. <laughs> just your name, honestly. It'll be like Sammy Sweetheart. Yeah, yeah truly. Just a full pivot. Sorry, continue So the options question. are like Jimmy Kimmel, who actually does some, like, you know, softballs. I think that's the move, right? honestly. Jimmy Fallon— Nah. talks over a lot of people he's yeah. like known to do he's known to just like burst out laughing not that we can talk we just <laughs> ours useless is genuine. Ours is genuine though right that's true Ellen feels like also interject I don't know Ellen's also pretty uncomfortable yeah. James Corden who would you guys choose I would say Kimmel because people love to hate all the other ones and yeah. so they like zero in on all of their interactions because they're like analyzing both the guest and the host. Whereas mm -hmm. I feel like yeah. people are just like meh on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. people don't watch his show and like make fun of his tics like they do with everyone else. True. So I feel like that's the safest move. I just, I love Stephen Colbert. Oh that yeah. I just, that's true. I'm picking Stephen Colbert all the would time. Would you worry that like he him. would be like way smarter than you? I would worry that he's like way that's smarter than true. me and yeah. would ask me like really hard questions. Yeah, but I've seen enough of his clips and he just seems like a cool guy. Yeah, you know? I do love seems him. Seems level-headed. Yeah. Also, I was thinking Ellen is definitely shows the longest runway walk to the chair. Oh, my gosh. Which is by far the most awkward part That's of your appearance. That's so true. I totally and they show that. you from You backstage. might have to dance. Yeah. yeah. You, oh, my like, God. Am I dancing? She makes people dance. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. And it, for some reason, I just feel like on Kimmel and even Fallon, they kind of cut short. a little bit and yeah. you just yes. sit down. You're right. God. Yes. You're right. So we're just Jimmy. Definitely not Alan. I would say Kimmel's the Kimmel? move. For sure. Okay. Next one. So over the Thanksgiving break, I saw a couple of movies, uh, one of which was The Irishman, which is like three hours and 30 minutes long mm -hmm. or probably longer, honestly. That's a lifetime. And I saw it with my parents and we saw it at, in our living room. And I, I literally went into it being like, just so you know, I'm going to be on my phone as well because I can't stand three hours and 30 minutes of this movie. Valid. You know? And and I did, I did like, I it, I was still engaged with the movie and stuff, but yeah, why, why, why do movies have to be long nowadays? Like Endgame, it's like they're, you know, dick measuring, but with the length of the movie. You're right. You know, and why can't we just get a good 90 minute movie? That's all I ask. I love a 90 minute movie. You know who agrees with you is Bill Simmons. <laughs> and Sean Fennessy has the opposite opinion. Where right. He's like, this has been a big debate totally. at thewringer.com. You're not alone, Amelia. Thank you. I agree. My attention span can't take movies it. Movies should yeah. be 90 minutes and TV shows should be 30 minutes. 
I and love podcasts that. should be 45 max. <laughs> should, podcasts should be 10 minutes, especially when they're art. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Okay, last one. All right. Also on the subject of movies, there's a new Bond trailer out today. No Time to Die. Mm. Very dramatic name. But with the trailer, the song has not been released yet. As we know, <laughs> it's always a big deal when somebody sings the Bond song. We had Adele do Skyfall. Sam Smith did Writing on the Wall. They both won Oscars for it. Yeah. But they have not yet announced who's going to sing the new one. So my question is, who do we think is doing it? Who do we want to do it? I've said previously that I want Harry Styles to do it, but I don't feel confident mm, that's that that would great, happen. Oh, okay. Thank you. I agree. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like— It could happen. It could definitely happen. I feel like it's going to be somebody really big. So a lot of people online are like, Rihanna? Like, wow. what's she been doing? I just Nothing. think they like going with Brits, though. They, You know, I was looking and they kind of don't. Really? I thought so, but like Tina Turner did one. Cheryl oh. Crow did one. Chris Cornell did Cheryl one. Crow. Like the last Cheryl two. Crow of, did I know. A Bond song? I know. That's why I looked at I, mean, I, I was her, like, but... oh. Um, so Vegas has money on Ed Sheeran, number one. Absolutely not. Ed Sheeran's not going to do a Bond <laughs> right. song. Uh, Billie Eilish, no. Dua Lipa. Huh? And then number four is Adele again, <laughs> <laughs> which honestly is probably the, the right call. Always revert um, back to her. I would say like maybe Rihanna, maybe like Lady Gaga. You think? It has to be somebody with, like, a really good voice. Right. Which I feel like both Rihanna and Lady Gaga have. They just don't yeah. always necessarily use. You also have Sam Smith on there. Do you think they could do it? Um, I thought again, you know? Yeah. Like, I, Sam Smith did the, the last one. And I think they like getting new people. And I just want to say, do you remember Ed Sheeran was asked back, I think, on The Late Late Show. Uh-huh. And he was like, I have a Bond theme ready to go if they want to ask me. And I was just like, no one's going to ask. No one's Because they have to, like— First of all, it's the last one Daniel Craig's going to do. That's it's yeah. supposed to be like mm. a big one. And they just have to like cater to the people who are going to go see the Bond movies. Right. Like the people who are going to see James Bond like probably don't give a fuck about Ed Sheeran. Honestly, right. probably do a Lipa, I'm going to say. That's a that's a really good guess, but I honestly think Harry Styles, I really He has the right voice for it, I he think. He does. Mm-hmm. And I think he, like, you know, Rolling Stone, didn't they name his album one of the best yeah, they're of really the decade into it. or something? I just feel like since he's releasing an album now, it would be like weird timing to also be promoting yeah, that. I yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I may as a woman. I've got Rihanna or Lady Gaga, but that what, seems like shooting for the What stars. if they go with like, we're bringing it back. We're doing Paul McCartney. I'd be wow, into it. Wow, I would you know? love I that. I would be into it. Yeah, we'll see. Agree. Who knows? Who knows? <sighs> we made it, you guys. We, we did it. <laughs> for better or worse. I know I say thank you every week, but like, really, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you, Kaya, that has to edit this godforsaken <laughs> podcast. So sorry. And listen to this all again. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. Today's episode of Tea Time was brought to you by Happy Cards. Avoid the headache of holiday shopping with Happy Cards. When you give Happy Cards, your loved one can use them at any of the brands displayed on the card. Like the Happy Her card, which includes Macy's, Sephora, and more. Or the Happy Holidays card, which includes Ulta and Red Lobster. Enjoy free shipping on all Happy Cards at giftcards.com backslash happy. Or you can pick one up at your local grocery store. Have a happy holiday season with happy cards.